Hello everyone, welcome back to Project Function Episode 10. I'm your host Billy Gall. On today's podcast, I discuss how people fill voids needlessly with negative projections and worries using personal examples. And I have a funny story at the end about my brother giving me a panic attack. Thank you for tuning in. Once again, Project Function, episode number 10. Hope you enjoy. They land in a Plymouth With a smile on the face They says keep some sunshine on your face Welcome back to another episode of Project Function. (laughs) This is episode number 10. Thank you for tuning in once again. My name's Billy Gall. I'm the host of this spectacular podcast. Today, I just want to talk about a couple of things, mainly my negative tendencies and hopefully you can learn something from it about yourself. To start off, I want to talk about how this project is me. I am project function. I'm the project. You can probably tell by listening to this podcast. I'm trying to better myself and go and grow in life and have a positive impact on people around me and this project is me I'm just trying to work on myself and talking into a mic and releasing it out into the world to be heard lift some things off my back but indirectly I guess that's indirect however you want to see it and it can help people struggling with mental health issues just observing and listening to me speak about mine but for me this is kind of therapy I don't I'm not seeing a therapist right now I don't know if I'm sure in the future I'll end up going to see a therapist because you don't really necessarily need to talk to someone when things are all bad there can just be problems you want to figure out and you go and seek help from a psychologist because they understand the brain they study the brain they understand your tendencies once you speak to them and they're going to help you a lot with whatever you're dealing with and doesn't necessarily mean you have negative mental health or your mental health is bad, it actually means your mental health is good because you have the ability to seek help. And that's extremely important if you're struggling with someone, something in life. And everyone's going to struggle at some point because that's just life. It's, it's the essence of life is somewhat our problems, trying to solve them, being, solve them, being problem solvers as humans. It's kind of our human ability We want to use our ability to solve what we believe we're missing 
even though we don't really need to solve anything, it's all within us. It's all surrounding us at the present moment. And I'm going to talk about how we kind of create, how I've created needless problems and how it's kind of a human tendency to create needless problems. And I want to finish off with a story about how my brother Frank gave me a panic attack. I don't know how old I was. I think he was like a year out of college or maybe, no, he was probably still in college. And he was home and babysitting me. And I'll get more into it, but it's kind of a funny story, so hang on. Hang on tight. This shouldn't be the longest podcast, so I'll get to it pretty quickly. And I want to start off talking about growing up, because growing up's extremely frightening. You have to start to take responsibility for your actions. You kind of separate from the individuals around you or from the group you conform to as a child or kind of identify with and you need to become your own person. You find out that you don't really know who that person is that is yourself. Personally, being out here in Colorado, getting away from my family, which is a huge step because... A lot of my identity is with my family. And being away from them, I find out who I am for myself, away from them. And it's an amazing thing, but it's also one of the scariest things ever. And people are, some people will never grow up, and it's a shame. And they'll never find out who they are outside of whatever group, identity, or whatever thing they identify with whether it's a sport an activity demographic a time age whatever goes along with demographics I just use that word because I'm studying marketing and they talk about demographics a lot but some people are too scared to grow up they don't even know that they need to grow up because they're just comfortable in their ways. And part of growing up is just understanding that you need to seek the uncomfortable things in life to actually grow. And if you're not doing that, you're probably not growing up. And there's an idea of a loss of innocence and that you lose your innocence when you grow up. And that happens when people get too attached to all these different ideas about growing up. Now, getting involved in politics, that being your identity for when you grow up or whatever political group you believe in, or or this just idea that you can no longer be a kid and joke around and have fun because you just need to be business at all times, when in reality... We never really lose our innocence. If anything, we gain more of an innocence by understanding that we're all humans. No one's above anyone else. And we're all not so innocent. We all have acted in ways, and you believe you're an innocent kid because you just don't understand the consequences of your actions. But once you start understanding that your actions have consequences and take responsibility for them. 
people think that that's when they become this whole other being that when they were a kid they were never capable of being such a bad person or doing bad things but when you're a kid you're just surrounded I mean at least I was surrounded by so much positivity and yeah people get reprimanded but when you're a kid a lot of things are let slip by slip through the cracks and when you grow up you don't have that you things don't slip through the cracks because you're involved in more serious and things that can be detrimental to the population around you and people around you but when you're a kid you just aren't really you're just figuring stuff out so it's just like this weird idea that people lose their innocence when you know we're, we never were so innocent and we were always capable of doing that and we were always you know we all always probably did at times make mistakes act in ways that weren't beneficial and good for our health mental health physical health we just had no clue and then you go even further and it's just you become more innocent when you understand that and I guess this next topic that I'm talking about ties into this because when you stop when you think you've changed changed in innocence and you don't think you're innocent anymore you start creating these needless problems that you think you've never had and they become such a big deal and I guess people get lost in the idea that we lost our innocence somewhere along the way by acting in some sort of way and I guess that's true but we've always acted in in that way so you never really lost your innocence you just started understanding your consequences of your actions and that's growing up that's literally what growing up is and there's obviously so many other things but I do this all the time it's really not good and it's debilitating the point where I couldn't function was creating needless problems and if you listen to this and you're like oh well I have all these other problems and they're like real life problems and you're just someone with mental issues and you think that those are true those are truly problems like yeah I understand I grew up in Glenrock New Jersey one of the safest neighborhoods in probably in the entire country didn't really wasn't around too much violence too much negativity didn't experience too much you know you don't really understand when bad things happen what they really mean and that they're capable of happening to anyone and because of this, I created needless problems. Like, I just worry a lot about everything because I don't really have a real, you know, quote-unquote real thing to worry about. Like, I'm not dying of cancer. Some people are really dealing with some real-life shit. And, you know, you could look at me and be like, oh, look at this petty kid. He's always worrying about something. Like, me acknowledging that... the some of the problems I create in my head are just needless and completely irrational is the first step to making changes 
in how you perceive things and how how I'm I'm gonna go about these quote-unquote problems which you know I could see as an opportunity or whatever you could change your mindset um like I fill a void because I think I need to I think I always need to have something to worry about I felt like I was starting to fall back into negative thought rumination over the past few weeks because coming to school getting back into the groove of school I'm in these classrooms with like 70 80 kids and it's a really tight room like the chairs are really uncomfortable and I've started started to complain to myself and complain to my roommate about it and just bringing up these negative thoughts and attaching myself to them when in reality I can sit through a class like it's actually fun some of the classes are fun some of them you know it's boring at times but it's pretty interesting stuff to listen to but I like create a need to worry about walking to class and like just sitting there because that's what I used to do and that's how I used to perceive class was I used to perceive class as somewhere I couldn't sit still and legitimately the needless problems I created in my head and when you attach yourself to them you kind of ruminate over them and that's kind of what I did and kind of felt the past few weeks but um, I've been getting out of my own head like really picking up I've honestly been crushing it I've been waking up 6:15, going to sleep at nine like i'm crushing it right now it's it feels really good and that's why i don't really need to like i create create with this podcast create needless worries about how i'm being perceived when it doesn't even matter i'm just doing my own thing like who cares just an act it's just like a time a way to spend time and i believe it's positively benefiting me and you guys don't see the behind the scenes, but I'm like constantly just ruminating over the fact that I don't really have a plan. I don't really have a goal, which now I do, I guess. And I don't think I know what I'm doing, like feeling like I don't even have the, I shouldn't even give people advice, but that's not necessarily too much of a problem. It's just, I forget what it's called. Ryan talks about it the imposter syndrome or something feeling like you don't have the you're not equipped with the actual knowledge or like the ability or certification to speak about the things that you want to speak about but in reality like no one really does a certificate's a piece of paper you get it by doing whatever you know what I mean and I I don't know I felt myself falling back into negative thought rumination and it wasn't really great kind of was freaking out and I've just been I've had a lot of stuff to do with I'm starting a new job I'm managing the lacrosse team here and also trying to figure out what I'm going to do for the summer but we create these worries as somewhat somewhat as a need to escape whatever we're currently in Instead of just like letting things happen and letting things be, I always feel a need to escape to a future, to a past, instead of just being present. Because I don't, I'm like scared to face whatever it is, no matter what it is. Because I feel an, a void and I feel a need to fill that void with something. And I have a really bad tendency of ne- negatively projecting myself into the future. 
So whenever I have something that I think is going to be worrisome or cause cause some anxiety, I overthink it and then ruminate over how over the negative possibilities or the negative outcomes that could happen. And then I'll project myself into that and I'll try and avoid it. And if if I have to face it, I'll just get extremely anxious before. But once I face it and I'm through it, then I'm just like, oh, wow, that was nothing. Like, you don't really need to. I'm constantly telling myself after doing something that I don't need to work myself up as I do. Because it's all going to work out, whatever it is. If you succeed or you fail, it's indifferent. And you just need to keep moving forward. You need to keep growing. You need to keep living life. And I've been doing that. I think I've done a really good job of keeping on, keep keep on, keeping on, getting back on the horse when I'm feeling down. And I've really been focusing in the past few weeks on like positive projection positive gratitude in the morning just like focusing on the positive things I mean yesterday it's like really it's weird because it's like you do these things and then they kind of become just normal and you don't really see the benefits and then you take a break and then you realize you stop doing it so like yesterday I realized like I need to stop listening to music on the way to class or listening to a podcast because I'm just releasing needless dopamine while I'm not even focusing on what I'm listening to and instead I need to like like yesterday I was just focusing on my five senses and like looking around at campus and seeing how beautiful everything looked and just like absorbing the present instead of just like filling a a needless void with dopamine release and I've also been doing uh, dopamine detox on Mondays somewhat. I think I've done a really good job and I actually feel the benefits. Like you can notice the benefits a day and two days after because I've been having a great week. Um, but like on Monday, I'll just, I'll, I, I might need to stop, but I'll, I'll listen to this ambient music where it's just like sounds and not really... It's kind of sad, but the songs are kind of sad, but it also puts me in a mood to like push forward in a way. It's super weird. I don't know. I like listening to sounds. I also like it's weird. And like the feeling this day with what I do is no music. That's the main thing where I just take a break. I can't listen to any music, even though I just said ambient, but it's just those are like the study sounds I listen to. Like I listen to it when I'm studying and stuff so that I can focus and block out any other noise around me. But I found that that has helped and I don't look at social media on Mondays. I've actually gotten rid of everything but Instagram, which is weird because Instagram was like the one that I really was against. But now I'm like kind of off Twitter. I'm definitely off Twitter for now because there's so much negativity and I need more positivity in my life and Snapchat. It's just like needless conversations and looking at weird stuff on people's stories that I've also posted that it's just like such a waste of time and waste of dopamine release and consumption like 
creates brain fog and all that jazz. So that one day of just not looking at my phone, like really staying away, um, focusing on like breathing exercises when I have free time, not listening to music. And sometimes we watch movies, watch TV, everyone does when the day's getting over and they're coming to an end. And kind of just ending the day early instead of just like staying up needlessly and getting the next day going is just it's been working for me and helping me and feel good and think help my help my mind for sure and just like I think I'm I've been doing really well which is good but now for the story about how Frank gave me my first panic attack and I didn't even it's so weird because when you grow up you like obviously your memories fade and stuff and things aren't prominent and so when you have a memory that you haven't even thought of since it happened you're just shocked so I don't really remember but I think it was this last semester I was just thinking and I was like holy crap I remember the first time when I actually noticed that I was having like a extreme panic attack and my brother Frank caused it (laughs) I've always had like sleeping issues. Talked about that. That's come back because I'm not going to talk about, but I stopped doing something that usually puts me to sleep. And um, I'm sure my listeners can figure that out if you know me. And I like, instead of just sleeping through the night, I'll wake up. I've been like waking up at 5 a.m. I wake up at 2, 3 since I'm going to sleep super early. And then I just get up, use the bathroom, wake up at 3. Or wake up at 5. So that'd be, if I fell asleep at 9, that'd be my 8 hours. And I weirdly think I do better on 7 hours than like 8, 9. Because once I get over that... seven and a half hunch I'm, I need to lay in bed I need to keep sleeping but I haven't been doing that which is good but I'll wake up at 5 a.m then just like I look at the clock because I'm so anxious I'm just like how much trying to calculate how much time I have left to sleep which isn't it's really not a good it's not a good habit and I need to stop because yesterday I looked at my phone instead because I couldn't see my clock because I I pushed it away from me but I put it in the other direction so that I couldn't see it, but I looked at my phone and I like, I've always had problems sleeping. Something I realized that was panic attacks when I was a kid was whenever I slept over at my friend's house, there's this weird phase in my life. And I think I know how it started, but I'm not really sure. And it was around, I don't even know, fourth, fifth grade maybe. And I would freak out when everyone would fall asleep before me because I hated being the only one awake. And once I knew I was the only one awake, there was no chance I was falling asleep. So I'd always just like freak out, tell my buddies, whoever I was staying at, like I I would either tell them, I like legitimately had to stop sleeping over kids' houses because I just couldn't sleep outside my own house because I just like would think about how I was the only one awake and I was just like a scaredy cat as a kid. So I'd ruminate over everything and think about how scared I was and how many possibilities of like bad things happening and I used to when I was real young I used to sleep on my sister Anna's floor literally just on the floor nothing but a blanket 
over top of me in a pillow and just I felt so much more comfortable because I was around her and I wasn't alone and it shows that I really don't like being alone and it's when all this anxiety started building up was when I started spending more time alone and growing apart from my family and like doing my own thing and growing up in high school when I really wasn't doing my own thing I was just locking myself in my room and doing whatever the hell high schoolers do in their rooms <laughs> but I think a lot of people do that so like this one time Frank was my parents were in like Atlantic City seeing family or something and I don't know where everyone else was but it was the summer or something and Frank was supposed to take care of me and just obviously be around I was that young so we go to Shake Shack and we're just like munching and all of a sudden my sisters one of my sisters uh best friends and my oldest sister Marlise is one year younger than Frank so Frank knows this girl and knows all her friends was there and she came over to the table with and was sitting with us eating and it just wasn't good because like I can't sleep or if I know that I'm alone like I'll freak the f out I used to walk around my house with a baseball bat and with a lacrosse stick when I was alone because I was so scared that someone would break in and so she starts telling him like he should come to this party that they're having and I started like freaking out in my head I'm like oh my god Frank you better not because because he, he was like hinting that he would so show up at some point once I fell asleep and obviously you could do that Frank if you let me fall asleep first but since you didn't since you made it clear to me that you were gonna leave me I was just like freaking out and we go back to the house I'm like dude you can't leave me like I'm actually gonna freak out I was like I'm gonna tell mom you left me I'm gonna like you can't do this Frank 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 you can't do this and another thing was like TV shows whenever I watched I used to not be able to play video games before I went to sleep or else I'd have crazy nightmares one night my grandma woke up to me screaming Bloody Mary and um, whenever I would play like shooter video games, I would have really bad nightmares, wake up in the middle of the night, like crying and stuff. So my parents never let me. I also hate watching horror movies because whatever the idea is within the movie, it just sticks with me for a couple of days. I, I watch Prisoners over winter break, which is the most absurd plot and scariest thing that if it happened in real life would actually... I don't think I would leave my house, but it's based off of a novel, I believe, and it's so freaky. It's a really good movie, but if I was a kid and I watched that, I, I literally wouldn't leave my mom's side for two weeks. But back to the story. So Frank puts on Ghost Hunters, the, the uh, National Geographic Ghost Hunters TV shows where they'd like make sounds or like they'd put like a speaker in a room and act like this ghost was making a sound or something and they try and make it it's super done up and maybe I don't know I don't believe in any of that stuff but that was enough to scare me and then and then he kept telling me just like trying to be a jerk because he's my older brother but he would be like I'm gonna leave you I'm going to this party and you can tell mom I don't care and I would just freak out on him and then 
we watched the weirdest movie I've ever watched. I don't even know what it's called. I couldn't even tell you. It was like a medieval movie where there was this prince who was like fighting zombies or something like that. I, I, I couldn't even explain it. But it was another just like freaky movie and it freaked me the F out. And then... And I was telling him, like, dude, I can't watch this. I'm gonna, um, I'm not gonna go to sleep. And he'd be like, dude, ghosts aren't real. Like, you don't know that ghosts aren't real. Just, like, making fun of me. And then he ended up staying in, which I was thankful for. But he fell asleep before me. And that wasn't good news. Because I was legitimately just, like, laying in my bed, freaking out. And I remember calling my dad and being like, Dad, I'm going to die. Like, I'm, 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 I'm dying. I'm dying. Like, I'm about to have a heart attack. Thought I was going to have a heart attack. And then, like, was freaking out so much that I drained my energy and then just passed out talking to my parents on the phone. Um, but, yeah, that was, like, the first time I think I remember having an actual full-on panic attack. And I figured I'd share it with you because it's funny and I learned a lot of things from it. But I don't want this to always be such a downer podcast because talking about these things are serious. And I guess I'm going to try and add in a funny story or just, like, a positive story at the end of these podcasts. So that it's, it brings the energy up as we come to a close. And yeah, I never even realized, even with my first psychologist, like never put the pieces together that I used to freak the F out all the time. And for some reason was never told by my parents, like, you've kind of always had this problem of just like irrational thinking, thought rumination over ideas that scared me and never really knew that never realized until like literally last semester that I've been having panic attacks since I was a little kid and it's just been an issue that has been ongoing or just died down and then built back up again to the point where I couldn't even go to high school and couldn't sit in chair without freaking the f out about absolute nonsense So, yeah, that's kind of the podcast today. Thank you for tuning in. I'm really going to try and keep this going. Hopefully I can keep out of my own way and just do episodes like this because I think they're entertaining and you could definitely learn something from it. But it's on the project. This is highly beneficial to me. I know it's weird talking about these things, but it's highly beneficial to me. I think it's beneficial to you if you really take it in, take the messages. And thank you for tuning in. My name's Billy Gall. This is Project Function. Have a nice one. See you. Um, oh, also going to start talking on Thursdays because I'm picking up a lot of stuff to do. And that's my the day I'm going to be able to produce and put things out. Look out for each Thursday. I'll output and episode. Thanks for tuning in. Have a nice one.